Hi, this is Katie, and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today I wanted to talk about wins, as I usually do on, on these Friday episodes, but how do we plan a win? Sometimes they are spontaneous. Sometimes we look around and say, I have a free moment. I'm going to do something for myself for five minutes and, and I'm going to call that a win. But there's also ways of planning these moments. And I want to talk about them a little bit deeper. I'm a planner. I'm a paper planner. And I'm also a digital planner. I have many ways of planning and I plan inside my head too. <laughs> I keep a lot of things up there. But I do find the most important things is really necessary for me to get down on paper so I don't forget. My brain holds so many different things as a lot of us do and getting them out somewhere um, helps me unload my brain and feel less chaotic. Um, I do definitely use like Google Calendar to add a lot of things in case I'm coordinating with other people. So especially meetings that I have that I need someone else to be watching our son um, or <laughs> his dad being just a father. It's not babysitting. I'm not alluding to that, but I'm just like, as we coordinate, just go, okay, I have a meeting then. Do you mind um, keeping an eye on him for a while and vice versa? So other times I have like this dry erase big calendar that has like all the months of the year. And I find that really necessary to see longer term patterns. I find that there's so many different cycles in my life, whether it's my menstrual cycle, whether it's um, repeating uh, appointments that are every two weeks or when paydays are or things are happening every four days, or things are happening um, once a month. It There's so many different cycles of things that it, to me, I want to see them kind of mapped out a little bit better. So I more understand, oh, this is what's going to be happening in the next month, but also the next two or three months especially if we're planning like time away or like getting together with family or something like that. It's really important to be able to see things at a more pulled out view. Um, my son uses a Kanban board or sometimes people call this like the agile system where you have like some kind of board and um, it can use sticky notes it could use magnets, it can use whatever, but you need moving pieces. More often it's like sticky, sticky um, notes on a whiteboard or sticky notes on, we just have a magnetic board and we have like to start and then in the middle, what we're working on and then what is finished. Um, for him, what works for him is we stack everything in the, to be started we have some things that he's working on during the whole week. And so we put that in the middle. And if he's done enough for that day, we turn it sideways and say it's locked. <laughs> or if there's something upcoming that is locked, we turn it sideways. So we know that 
there's no possible way we can do any more work with that. And then we move things over to done. But for him, for some people, it helps to see like this whole side of just all this done work. That's very motivating for him. He's like, clear it off. I just want it all cleared off. So I almost just take things off and we don't even hardly use that third column. Um, so some people do it that way. Some people have that vertical, some people have that horizontal and if they use a horizontal, sometimes they categorize it more so it can move from the top to the bottom, but yet they have more categories going horizontally across. Um, so there's many ways to do that, but it, sometimes it helps to see physically that things are moving in many popular to do apps. You can have them set up as boards and can do the same thing. You can set up your own categories to be that simple to start working on finished or set up more categories. So it could be kind of a customer journey thing or just kind of a workflow that you have in your home. So knowing when there are certain phases of a project that pause and then go on to the next point. Um, in paper planners, there are people who really love to, um, fill theirs out daily and having a daily list or daily notepad just to go, okay, I'm, I'm going to write these all fresh every morning because it gives me an opportunity for my brain to absorb them in the morning and gives me more momentum throughout the whole day. Some people do this the night before so that when they start their day, they really are sometimes going to sleep right after you do something. So you write out that list at night, you go to sleep and the next morning you actually kind of have absorbed it a little bit more. Sometimes that works for people. And some people have like weekly layouts where it's horizontal or it's vertical. And in those senses, I find that there are people drawn to vertical and horizontal planning and it can depend on your brain style. I notice a lot of people who have horizontal planners do it a little bit more for the memory keeping of it to kind of remember what they're doing each day. And for vertical planners, it can be because they need to see time pass through each day and see the patterns. For me personally, I have a vertical planner and I need to see like, well, this is at 10 o'clock on this day, but it's moving to 12 o'clock the next day. And to me, it's very important to set that apart instead of just having a list of appointments for that day. And it, there's other reasons too. People like to put, you know, all these sticker kits in there. Maybe they just prefer one layout to another. But I do know, like, if I'm trying to plan something, it really matters if things are arranged vertically or horizontally to tell time with. And it's much more clear to me to have things go left to right in terms of time moving forward than it is for going like top to bottom. For some reason, my brain gets a little confused <laughs> with that. Um, sometimes you can have um, a bunch of icons that you're using, whether they are digital in digital planners, there's a whole digital world. So along with, let me backtrack a little bit, 
along with the same kind of layouts for planners, there's the whole, the same exact kind of layouts for digital planning where you're using um, a iPad and a pencil or, you know, any kind of um, tablet device and you're writing out all of your, all of your plans that way and you're able to copy and paste things so they look exactly the same. You're using fonts that you can more easily read in case your handwriting gets a little jumbled. I know when I'm handwriting things, I skip over letters. It can be hard to read. And so I have to write in like all uppercase for me to see things even clearer. And so we could use like icons to represent things. I know in my planner, I have like actual little icons that mean certain things, you know, for drinking water, for taking my pills, for doing certain activities during the day, um, food orders, doing laundry, that kind of stuff. And so when I see the icon, I can plan more ahead of like, oh, tomorrow I have that coming up. So I don't have to do that today but I can do it tomorrow. Um, there's ways of time blocking within a paper planner or digital of just saying, you know what? I like to have more freedom in my schedule, but I need some kind of structure. It's kind of that in between, right? So we have people who love to have like, okay, in my meetings at nine, I'm going to work on my report at 10 and then I'm going to take a break at 11. And then we have, lunch at 12 and have that really mapped out where we can say, well, Tuesdays are for writing, Wednesdays are for content <laughs> and just having a lot more looser and then having a list of things that you can choose from say, well, you know, I'm making content today and I'm really feeling like it's podcast day and I want to record instead of, um, filming a reel of some kind just for instance, or we could just have it just like, here's my whole list of things. I'm just going to pick what feels the best off of there. Um, or in between. So it's like this whole range of what kind of structure feels best for you. And if you're saying, I don't know, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it takes experimentation of trying each one and saying for this day, I'm going to try it for this hour, for this morning, I'm going to try it. Whatever length of time that you think you could just give it a chance, try it out. And then you'll absolutely know within your body of thinking and feeling this is right. Or I'm getting curious about this. This could work, but maybe in my own way. Um, how could this work for me? We can also have routines and habits that we do every single day. And sometimes we need to add a habit onto that. And so if we are connecting a new habit to one that's very fully formed, so say you're always used to getting your coffee in the morning, but you also have to take a certain pill or take your blood pressure or put on your shoes during that time put a sticky note on the coffee, however you make your coffee, whether it's a coffee machine or a bag of coffee or whatever that is, put it on your cup, whatever, and have that remind you of like, oh, wait, when I'm doing this, 
I'm putting on my shoes, when I'm boiling the water, when the coffee pot is running, um, when the machine is doing its thing and my cup is filling up, what else could I do? And that micro little (laughs) moment there. And that can be your win. So these are all different ways of planning into your day moments to pause, moments to say, hey, I could do this small little step. It's okay. My body can handle this right now. And then there's days that you just won't. And that's okay too, right? We've reached our limit on certain days. We're not going to be able to you know, take on one more thing or the routine is just too much or the habit is just too much for your body that day. That's okay. But I wanted to go through these different ways of planning to show that there's just this whole spectrum of different ways. And that if you're like, well, if I just got a planner, it would fix everything. It may not. It really may not, that may not work for your brain. It may not work for you, how much energy you have in your body. It just may not. And be open to just other ways of just navigating your life and seeing if a slow, gentle, very simple system for you works the best, or if it's more complicated, or if it's highly structured what works for you. So, and if you need help with any of this, this is what I help people with coming up with some kind of system that works for you. And it's not to be the most productive because productivity (laughs) is not your value. The reason we do all of this is to make you feel good and to make you feel like you are doing things in life that matter to you, not about producing things. So I hope this resonates and would love to hear how you plan. Um, contact me on instant inst- Instagram. <laughs> I was going to say instant pot <laughs> for some reason. Contact me on any kind of social media. Um, you know, just DM me or you're free to email me at listen at my senses, my And there's, I'm just fascinated by the combinations that people put together for themselves and to see what works for them. So until next time, take care and join me again on the my senses, my space podcast. <laughs>